You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. This is the Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Now, here's Chelsea Messenger and Michael Jenkins. Let's bring in Scott Jackson, host of Commander's pregame and postgame shows. Does a fantastic job at 94.1 FM in Norfolk ESPN Radio. Host each and every day from 3 to 7 p.m. in the East. Has done great work in this area for a long, long time. Scott, good morning to you. And, of course, I'll start off with the most generic question ever, which is your take on Sam Howell. I, I think it's easy to forget because, yeah, he's been around and we knew he was going to be the guy during the offseason, but he's played – five NFL games. Yeah, I, I would agree with you. I mean, it, it just feels like he's been here forever because, of course, in college, you know, he was a player that people had their eyes on in North Carolina. And then obviously the senior year, he went from being, you know, first round pick to, you know, a guy who fell all the way to the fifth round. But like, I, I think he's headed in the right direction. I think the good thing about Sam Howell is, yeah, there's some flaws. Uh, certainly he holds the ball too long. Certainly he's almost overly courageous uh, <laughs> at times and takes too many hits. But what you're seeing is he's getting better when coached. Uh, properly I thought the Bills game they did not do a very good job of protecting him from himself uh, game where they actually run the ball really well it was only two score game going to the fourth quarter but they felt like they needed to throw almost every down it was it was kind of ridiculous panicky and then this past week against Philadelphia that the game plan was better suited for him they protected him better they moved him more uh, he still took too many hits uh, when he runs he's got to learn how to slide but overall I think he's you know he shows you a lot of the qualities you want from your starting quarterback and a guy that you can trust for years to come but he's got to continue to grow and we got to see you know where that where that uh, where that takes this franchise and Right now, you know, he's their best option, obviously, to, to keep rolling out there every week. And, uh, you know, to be two and two through four games, I, I think he would have taken that coming in the season. It feels like to me in the betting space that the commanders are a team that you want to play when they're getting points and when they're not expected to contend. But I have trouble kind of trusting the commanders in games that they're supposed to win. Because doesn't it feel like that is reserved for the teams like, you know, the Chiefs and like the Niners? Are we at that level of trust for the commanders yet where we believe that they can have a commanding win over teams that, you know, aren't even supposed to be good? Because look at the first week against the Cardinals. Do we do yeah. we deserve to trust the commanders tonight, even against the lowly yeah. Bears? That's a great question because I was talking to a friend of mine who covers the Bears and has covered for a long time. He's telling me all these issues they have in the secondary and how terrible their defense is and they don't get to the quarterback and, you know, how Justin Fields yeah, had a great week, but you have to kind of, you know, graded on a curve because it was against the terrible Broncos defense and all this kind of stuff. But in the entire time he's telling me this stuff, I'm sitting there shaking my head going, yeah, but I, I can't believe in the commanders yet <laughs> to cover the number as a favorite. <laughs> like you just hit on the Cardinals game is a perfect example. I think the, um, you know, that, that game was one of those ones where everybody expected them to come out. And they did in a lot of ways came out really strong defensively, but the offense, you know, kept, you know, putting themselves in bad spots, turned the ball over way too much, and they got away with one. Now, we've learned, you know, as time has gone on, we've learned the Cardinals are probably a lot better than we all thought, or at least more competitive than we all thought. 
uh, they're not a good team, but they are certainly not an easy out per se. So I, I do think I'm a little I'm a little uneasy about this tonight as well. Like you, I mean, yes, they should win by more than five and a half, right? They, they won last year with Carson Wentz playing with a broken finger and was just miserable in that terrible 12 to seven game uh, in Chicago. But you know, running quarterbacks give the Commanders problems, and obviously Justin Fields, if he decides to run, if they allow him to run tonight, I think that could be a real problem for Washington. We're talking with Scott Jackson, host of the Commander's pregame and postgame shows, also host from 3 to 7 p.m. in the East on ESPN Radio 94.1 FM in Norfolk. Follow him on X at Jackson Sports. Scott, you mentioned Justin Fields, and, and you're right. That Commander's defense does have issues with rushing quarterbacks. Why is it, do you think, that the Commander's defensive front, which for – couple of years now we've sort of waited to sort of be that defensive front that is you know impenetrable but we really haven't seen it just yet and and that's why this defense has given up so many points over the past three outings yeah I, it's a great question uh it's kind of frustrating at times I mean I think their linebacker situation is still dicey at best they usually just play with one or two mm-hmm. linebackers in the field anyway uh, but that's really never been a position they've invested in since drafting Jamin Davis they've just kind of uh, gone to the bargain basement hunt on that uh, you know, the secondary is still a work in progress. I mean, you know, I, I just think the scheme this past week was weird. I mean, Jack Del Rio in the past has not traveled players to follow uh, matchups. He did that with a rookie uh, in Emmanuel Forbes against A.J. Brown, and obviously they paid the price for it uh, in that football game. So that was kind of an interesting decision. And, and also, as you know this, Jenks, because you've seen this team up close as well, they – for whatever reason, in the time Ron Rivera has been here, they get off to really slow starts defensively. This is the first year, yeah. like they've kind of you know looked like they might not fall into like a two and six hole just based on the schedule that's ahead. But the defense has given up thirty plus points in three straight weeks, and they were supposed to be the strength of the team while this offense was trying to figure it out. But so far, even with that terrible game in Buffalo, the offense you know has actually looked like the more trustworthy of the two groups at this point, which which isn't saying a whole heck of a lot, but but that's kind of where they are right now. All right, so looking at Sam Howell and looking at last game, six rushes for 40 yards. When your quarterback can be at least a little shifty, it adds so much to the offense. Do you think Sam Howell's legs will be a part of the game plan moving forward? I think it's going to have to be just because the line's not very good, right? I think whether it's a called play or if he just improvises, he's a play extender to maybe his, again, his own detriment. Sometimes he should just throw the ball to bounds or, you know, sometimes just uh, fold up and take the sack, but he likes to fight for every inch, he's not going to give up on a play. Uh, you know, again, he's the guy who lowers his shoulder. He leaves himself too upright. I mean, you've seen him get sandwiched between defenders of the season on multiple occasions. He really needs to learn how to slide. But yeah, I think he is a guy that you got to kind of count on the run. You look at week one, uh, that run he made in the red zone against the Cardinals, uh, you know, even the touchdown passing through in week one, he was, he was on the move and, and made a really nice throw across his body, rolling left. And, you know, this is just something he's going to do. I, I think, yeah, it's in his DNA. You certainly saw it in college. He was a big-time rusher his uh, final season at North Carolina, kind of out of you know necessity. And I kind of feel like that's where he is right now with this team. I would like to see actually some more design runs, you know, in terms of the like zone read stuff, uh, potentially, or the quarterback draws and to get in the red zone, you know, because they seem to get bogged down some there at, at their time. So we'll see if they do that moving forward. But, again, they also need to protect him from himself. So I can also understand if they try not to call those plays. Cause I think either way he's running. I mean, I think what you just hit on the five to six, I think you can count on that. Like five to six rushes, whether scrambles or, or design runs are going to probably take place in a Sam house start. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Scott, we know if the Bears are going to have any success, they've got to have a great outing from Justin Fields. Is, is he going to grow into an NFL quarterback? It, it's tricky because the Bears went all in on saying, no, this is our guy. We're not going to draft a quarterback. We're going in on Justin Fields. But yet he doesn't have talent around him. Matt Eberflus is a lame duck head coach. And Fields was good last week, but hasn't really put it together. Where do you stand on him as being a guy who can succeed in this league? Yeah, I mean, he may succeed in the league, but I'm not sure it's going to be Chicago, right? I mean, again, with two picks likely right now, one and two, uh, it doesn't look like the future's there for him because they could start from scratch with another quarterback, obviously, Caleb Williams. Uh, And as you just mentioned, who knows who the coach is? I mean, uh, at that point and what their mindset is in terms of Justin Fields. But I I still think he's a guy who's got value. I mean, unless he just completely implodes the rest of the year, I think he's a guy that can play himself back and having value to one of those teams that doesn't, you know, fall far enough to get into this year's quarterback sweepstakes where you could probably move him. Now, you're not going to certainly get back uh, what you invested in him at this point, but I think you get something back. So it'll be interesting. I mean, Chicago has been where quarterbacks go to die, as you know. I mean, Washington's not been great either. Yeah. I mean, since Joe Theismann, they've run through quite a few quarterbacks, but they did have a stretch where they won Super Bowls, obviously, in their, in their history with three different quarterbacks. But this has not been a place of stability either with quarterbacks, really. You look back at it now, and it's kind of ironic that it was Cousins that was the most stable quarterback situation here. And most of our fan base is ready to push him out the door. And obviously, the owner uh, you know, never really bought into him completely. And they played that stupid one-year tag game. Uh, for way too many years and got really little value out of that. So, yeah, I, I look at Fields, and you're right. I just don't see a ton of talent around him. I love DJ Moore, but I'm sure he's frustrated. It finally got into the game plan last week. So I, I think this is, um, you know, these next few weeks are very interesting for the Bears as, as they head down the home stretch to see where they are. And, you know, at some point, if they keep racking up losses, they just kind of embrace the suck and, you know, go all in <laughs> on, uh, you know, Caleb in, in 2024 if he decides to stay in the draft. Let's shift back towards the commanders. What is your read on this team moving forward? Do you think that this is a playoff team? I think they could be because the Giants, I don't think are. I mean, the Giants are a mess. They've got a really difficult road ahead over these next few weeks. Uh, you know, the NFC South is really, you know, could be an eight and eight and nine winner or a nine and eight winner the way that division's looking right now. I think the 49ers, obviously, and the, and the Seahawks are probably solid playoff teams. Uh, you know, Dallas and Philadelphia are certainly there. So I think Washington, you know, like last year, there could be a third team potentially, um, you know, from the uh, NFC East. And it, it might just, you know, and they're going to be right on the cusp. I think they're going to be fighting for it. I think they have to for Ron Rivera's sake make it. Uh, they have an, they have a nice setup here over these next several weeks where they could they could rack up some wins if they handle their business and don't self-implode in some of these games. And maybe this defense finally gets their act together, too. Uh, I do think they'll have a shot. Uh, a lot of it's going to come down to those Giants games again. Because last year, you look at that, the loss and the tie really ended up being costly. Of course, the decision to go back to Wentz, uh, you know, against the against the uh, Browns in the second to last game was fatal uh, for them as well. But, yeah, I, I do think they have a chance. But they've got to make hay against these lesser teams that they have coming up on the schedule or what appears to be lesser teams uh, from them on the schedule, you know, so they can kind of withstand some of those tougher games they have down the road. 
You can check him out as pregame and postgame host for each and every Commanders game. Also host from 3 to 7 p.m. in the East on ESPN Radio 94.1 FM in Norfolk. It is our friend Scott Jackson. Scott, good to see you. Good to hear from you. And thanks so much for the time. All right. Thank you, Jenks. Thanks, Chelsea. Oh, man. I'm ready for this one. Did you did you hear Al Michaels promote this game last week? <laughs> when he goes, coming up Thursday Night Football. Bears, Commanders. <laughs> and that was it. Just no excitement. <laughs> no whatsoever. qualifiers. Nothing. There nothing. it is. There's the teams. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't like, hey, nice quarterback battle between Justin Fields and Sam Howe. The Commanders back at home after giving the Eagles all they can handle in Philly. The Bears trying to snap that losing skit. No, he just goes, Bears, Commanders. There is Dani. It was unintentionally hilarious. My goals are to be that untouchable because like, what are they going to do? Get on to Al Michaels? No, like he is so entrenched that he can basically get away with like a lot of things outside of, you know, cancelable offenses. So it feels like one of those things where he's like, I'm too old to try to pretend that I want to see this game. And most people probably feel the same way. When are we going to get a good primetime game? It feels like we haven't uh, had many. Like, what was the best one? The Jets and the Chiefs? Yeah, probably so. I would say yeah. I mean, this is a great game if it. you're a Bears fan or if you're a Commanders fan. But if we're talking about an actual great matchup, it's not a great matchup. If you play the Bears, it's not a great matchup. End of story. It's just not. It's not exciting. So, yeah, be this close. is not. This is. It could be. There like, we that's go. That's what I'm There's rooting something. for. Even if it's two bad teams, because look at the Broncos and the Bears game. No, those teams are not good, but at least the end had some drama to it. That's the most we can hope for, honestly. A close, good football game. I'm hoping for a blowout because I'm a Commanders fan, but if you're just watching this as an NFL fan, you're right. You just hope for a good game. We'll see if we actually get one. For more, listen to The Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Weekday mornings from 6 to 9 Eastern on the BeckQL Network, the Odyssey app, or wherever you get your podcasts.